Notary, she said. Do you want a notary, dear Grandpapa? The old man again signified that it was a notary that he desired. You wish a notary to be sent for then, said Valentine. Yes. Shall my father be informed of your wish? Yes. Do you wish for the notary to be sent for immediately? Yes. Then they shall go for him directly, dear Grandpapa. Is that all you want? Yes. Valentine rang the bell and ordered the servant to tell Monsieur and Madame Villefort that they were requested to come to Monsieur Nortier's room. Are you satisfied now? inquired Valentine. Yes. I am sure you are. It is not very difficult to discover that. And the young girl smiled on her grandfather as if he had been a child. <coughs> Monsieur de Villefort entered, followed by Barrios. What do you want for me, sir? he demanded of the paralytic. Sir, said Valentine, my grandfather wishes for a notary. At this strange and unexpected demand, Monsieur de Villefort and his father exchanged looks. Yes, motioned the latter, with a firmness that seemed to declare that, with the help of Valentine and his old servant, who both knew what his wishes were, he was quite prepared to maintain the contest. Do you wish for a notary? asked Villefort. Yes. What to do? Nautier made no answer. What do you want with a notary? again repeated Villefort. The invalid's eyes remained fixed, by which expression he intended to intimate that his resolution was unalterable. Is it to do us some ill turn? Do you think that is worth while? asked Villefort. Still, said Barrios, with the freedom and fidelity of an old servant, if Monsieur Nautier asks for a notary, I suppose he really wishes for a notary. Therefore I shall go at once to fetch one. Barrios acknowledged no master but Nautier, and never followed his desires in any way to be contradicted, never allowed his desires in any way to be contradicted. Yes, I do want a notary, motioned the old man, shutting his eyes with a look of defiance which seemed to say, and I should like to see the person who dares to refuse my request. You shall have a notary, as you absolutely wish for one, sir, said Villefort, but I shall explain to him your state of health and make excuses for you, for the scene cannot fail of being the most ridiculous one. Never mind that, said Barrios. I shall go fetch a notary nevertheless, and the old surface servant departed defiantly. As soon as Barrios had left the room, Nautier looked at Valentine with a malicious expression that said many things. The young girl perfectly understood the look, and so did Villefort, for his countenance became, countenance became clouded, and he knitted his brows angrily. He took a seat and quietly awaited the arrival of the notary. Nautier saw him seat himself with an appearance of perfect indifference at the same time giving a side look at Valentine, which made her understand that she was also to remain in the room. Three quarters of an hour after, Barrios returned, bringing the notary with him. <coughs> Sir, said Villefort, after the first salutations were over, you were sent for by Monsieur Nautier, 
whom you see here. All his limbs have become completely paralysed, and he has lost his voice also. And we ourselves find much trouble in endeavouring to catch some fragments of his meaning. Nautier cast an appealing look on Valentine, which look was at once met so earnest and imperative that she answered immediately. Sir, she said, I perfectly understand my grandfather's meanings at all times. That is quite true, said Berrios. That is what I told the gentleman as we walked along. Permit me, said the notary, turning first to Villafort and then Valentine, to state the case in question is just one of those in which a public officer like myself cannot proceed to act without thereby incurring a dangerous responsibility. The first thing necessary is to render an, to render an act valid is that the notary should be thoroughly convinced that he has faithfully interpreted the will and wishes of the person dictating the act. Now, I cannot be sure of the approbation or disapprobation of a client who cannot speak. And as the object of this desire or his repugnance cannot be clearly proven to me on account of his want of speech, my services here would be quite useless and cannot be legally exercised. The notary then prepared to retire, an imperceptible smile of triumph expressed on the lips of the procurer. Nautier looked at Valentine with an expression of full, so full of grief that she arrested the departure of the notary. Sir, said she, the language which I speak with my grandfather may be easily learnt. I can teach you in a few minutes. To understand it almost as well as I can myself. Will you tell me what you require in order to set your conscience quite at ease on the subject? In order to act, to render an act valid, I must be certain of the agreeance or disagreeance of my client. Illness of body would not affect the validity of the deed, but sanity of mind is an absolute requisite. Well, sir, by the help of two signs, which I will acquaint you with presently, you may ascertain with perfect certainty that my grandfather is still in the full possession of his mental faculties. Being deprived of his voice and motion, he is accustomed to convey his meaning by closing his eyes when he wishes to signify yes, and to wink when he means no. So now you know quite enough to enable you to converse with Monsieur Nautier. Try. Nautier gave Valentine such a look of tenderness and gratitude that it was comprehended even by the notary himself. You have heard and understood what your granddaughter has been saying, sir, have you? The notary Asked the notary. Nautier closed his eyes. And do you approve of what she has said? That is to say, you declare that the signs she has mentioned are really those by means which you are accustomed to convey your thoughts. Yes. Was it you who sent for me? Yes. To make your will? Yes. And do you wish me to go away without fulfilling your original intentions? The old man winked violently. Well, sir, said the young girl, do you understand now that your conscience is perfectly at rest on the subject? But before he could answer, Villefort had drawn him aside. 
Sir, he said, do you suppose for a moment that a man can sustain a physical shock such as Monsieur Nautier has received without any detriment to his mental fac faculties? No, it is not exactly that, sir, which makes, us, makes me uneasy, but the difficulty will be in the wording of his thoughts and intentions so as to be able to get his answers. You must see that to be an utter impossibility, said Villefort. Valentine and the old man heard this conversation, and Nautier fixed his eyes so earnestly on Valentine that she felt bound to answer for the look. Sir, said she, that need may not make you uneasy, however difficult it may be at first sight to be... I can discover and explain to you my grandfather's thoughts, so as to put an end to all your doubts and fears on the subject. I have now been six years with Monsieur Nautier, and let him tell you if ever once during that time he has entertained a thought which he was not able to make me understand. No, son, the old man. Let us try what we can do, then. You accept this young lady as your interpreter, Monsieur Nautier? Yes. Well, sir, what do you require of me? And what document is it that you wish to be drawn up? Valentine named all the letters in the alphabet until she came to a W. At this, the eloquent eye of Nautier gave her notice that she was to stop. It is very evident that the letter W, in which Monsieur Nautier wants, said the notary, Wait, said Valentine, turning to her grather. grandfather. She repeated, Wa, we, we. The man stopped on the last syllable. And Valentine took the dictionary, and the notary watched her while she turned over the pages. She passed her finger slowly down the columns, and when she came to the word will, Nautier's eyes bade her to stop. Will, said the notary. It's very evident that Monsieur Nautier is desirous of making his will. Yes, 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 motioned the invalid. Really, sir, you must allow that this is most extraordinary, said the astonished <coughs> notary, turning to Monsieur de Villefort. Yes. And I think the will promises to be yet more extraordinary, for I cannot see how it is to be drawn up without the intervention of Valentine and she may, perhaps, be considered as too much interested in the contents to allow her as being a suitable interpreter for the obscure and ill-defined wishes of her grandfather. No, 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 said, replied the eye of the paralytic. What? Do you mean to say that Valentine is not interested in your will? No. You asleep, Huston?